My name is Travis Intel. I'm Yuri Lowenthal, and you are awaited. Okay, so here's what's happening. We have a special Oscars edition we're doing. After this, we're going to tell you what's happening with other future episodes we've already recorded. So this is going to seem out of order if you're listening to the podcast in order. We banked a couple because we weren't sure if we'd be able to do this for a while. But uh, don't freak out when this comes in and we go back out. in time. I can already tell they're going to freak out. Because I complain about Star Wars a lot in future episodes, and I'm sorry. We have two special guests today that I'm super stoked about. I'm so happy about this. Francis and Angela, collectively known as Frangela, are here, and they're going to tell you a little bit about their lives. Woo! <laughs> yes! <laughs> well, how about that for an intro? Wow, that's not what you said on the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote a bio for them to, uh, did you, to, did for you me to read. Did you write a fake bio? I did. No, I wrote a real bio a that real I just bio. didn't bring it to them. You didn't bring These it. These are two of my favorite comedians in the world. I mean Aww. that sincerely. They're two of my favorite people in the world. Who also happen to be people who love, love Mad, Mad Max. Love yes. it, love it, love it. That's, yes. Well, that's what this show is about. We don't, we don't so care excited. about haters or anybody who says that it wasn't as brilliant as it was. Um, I, I would like to say... Uh, that it uh, this is the Oscar edition, and which is why we'll, we will as soon as we're finished recording this, we'll release it right away. We're not going to hold on to it what? like we usually do. This is this is going straight out. Um, and uh, six six awards, six, six Oscars. I know, right? Yeah, six of seven, right? I think it was, it was nominated for ten, right? Was, oh, nominated for ten, right? One six, yeah, right? One six, it's a solid D, right? But for the first like twenty minutes of the Oscars, it seemed like it was the only movie winning anything. Yeah, right. like, I was so excited. Was there another? What's hot? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Did you guys expect that? No. You know, I wasn't surprised, though. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was not surprised. I was like, for once, they got this shit right. <laughs> it made me so right? happy. Uh, yeah. That's, they got that it right. Is, yeah. Yeah, it, it, made, it made me extremely... I wasn't even watching the Oscars. I don't watch the Oscars. Right. I just, it, it just, it just, they just make me mad normally. And so usually what we do is on Oscar night, we go out to the movies and oh. watch movies that we haven't seen that were up for Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get to do that because we were working on Sunday, but... Uh, we finished up early and we were at a restaurant and we, we could see they were on in the restaurant. We were sitting outside. Mm-hmm. And every now and then somebody would yell something out like, so-and-so won or so And it was Mad Max. Yeah. Mad yeah. Max. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really, really yeah. exciting to me because I was watching the restaurant also mm-hmm. and I kept seeing these people go up in their weird Australian clothes to receive these awards and their yeah. jackets and their weird pants. Yes. Did you, there was one guy I looked up at one point and there was a normal looking guy. Behind him was a guy with a red shirt who looked like a mouse devil. Who had like a weird uh, uh, like a uh, necklace on with a Morton Joe logo Shut on? Shut the fuck up! It was so good. Nice. It was there was there, it was almost like sometimes it was cool and sometimes it looked like they were shooting right at that moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And they just sort of walked in the building from the set mm-hmm. to get the award, and they were going back to Namibia or whatever. Yes. Like, I also thought it was amazing. Like, have you ever heard all of the Namibians thanked in your life? No. Like, literally, they're like, we'd like to thank all the Namibians. I was like, what? <laughs> Which I was really excited because I, I lived in Namibia for a little bit. Is that true? Yes, that's yeah. true. And it was in the desert. And it is one of the most beautiful places. If you don't appreciate deserts, once you live in the Namib desert, <laughs> You will appreciate it. Did you know people in Ocala? The, the Namib. The Namib. The Namib. That's a complicated thing. When you were watching Mad Max 3 Road, did you recognize any places? Not a, like, I, 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 know that that I, I know that dune. I know that dune. I know that dune. I know that dune. This is, I will say, Yuri, uh, Angela, and Francis, collectively, you three are some of the people that every time I hang out with you, I learn some weird new fact about you. <laughs> Relentlessly. This continues to happen. Today I learned that Angela knocked a tooth out by running into a fence. And today I learned that Francis lived in Namibia. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm probably mispronouncing. No, no that's, that's right. right. Namibia? Yeah. Namibia? I know. It's just, if you keep saying it, it sounds r- more wrong. I yeah. live in the town of Vindhoek. Vindhoek, Namibia, which oh, is a Dutch fuck. Is that Dutch? No, it's that's Dutch. from Game of Thrones. That's, that's <laughs> not even real. Let me also Vindhoek. say, Yuri has done Crystal Meth. We established that on a different episode that actually technically hasn't aired yet because we, we, we took oh, it out of... Oh, spoiler! Yeah. Hey, guys, yeah. you tune in. Tune in for that story. Shit gets dark. Wow, you look good. You do. <laughs> you got PSL Yuri's, Yuri's 21 years old. I should mention that right now. Uh, you look good. You look good. You look good. You look good. Let's just say you can, you can try just about anything once. Mm-hmm. Um, just about anything. Right, right. When I mentioned to Francis for we were twice. doing this podcast, uh, which is, for those of you tuning in for the first time, 
We watch four minutes at a time of Mad Max Fury Road. We talk about it for 45 minutes. And so far, we have run out of nothing to say. It's been consistently <laughs> shot Never, ever run out of anything. It is, it is hard to cram everything into 45 minutes. I said this to Frances. She thought it was really funny. And then it goes, please tell me you talked about California Love with Tupac and Dr. Dre. And yes. I said, no. She goes, can we come on and do that? And I said, yes. Yes. Abs Take absolutely. It. Well, 1995. Yep. Tupac just got out of jail, mm. goes to Dr. Dre's house, jumps on the mic because he just finished the track, does the does does his whole part in 20 minutes, Stop which it. is amazing. But the best part, I was looking this up today, yeah. and they were driving around looking for locations in Nevada, mm. and they come across, Dr. Dre writes this in a letter, it's online, you can see it on uprocks.com. He writes to some chick, he's writing to his girlfriend at the time, he goes, hey baby, you know this is, you gotta let the doctor get up in that, right? He says, but meanwhile, Hype, you know, Hype Williams, and yeah, I are driving there. around in the, in the desert, and we run into these naked, crazy white people. <laughs> these motherfuckers have put up a wooden man in uh, the middle of the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see this is going. And he's like, and they were out there for free! <laughs> and I was like, what? So that's where they shot, because they were like, because they talked to them, and they were like, no, man, we just come out here, 5,000 people, and it's great. And Dr. Dre was like, so Dre was like, okay. that's, that's production value, right? Yes. That's free yeah. production value. Yeah, and so that's where they shot California Love in the same area that they, that they do Dude, Burning Man. I did man. not know that. Yeah. That but makes a lot of sense. Y'all really kept Burning Man a secret from us for a long, long time. Long time. <laughs> yeah, well, Dr. Dre is the sleuth. I mean, we sorted it out. Time. Apparently. Did I... Did I tell you my personal connection to that video? No. So I wrote this book a couple of years ago about a child soldier who uh, right, was in the yes. Congo and then escaped to France and then escaped to America. I've read it. Great. So uh, they, they, uh, he's in France. He's homeless. He's freezing. He's never seen snow before. He's, he's in a bad situation. We're going to fish packing factory just packing fish you know 20 hours a day sleeping on the streets four hours a day at his aunt's apartment whatever um and he's a year goes by and he can't figure out what to do with his life he doesn't know where to go he speaks french that's it um and he's sitting in the break room of this fish packing factory and calif the video comes on for california love and he's entranced and he says all i thought was there's black people who look happy in a <laughs> desert <laughs> where is this place and and he, and he like he asked people what is this? They're like oh California. He's yeah. like I'm going to California. Yeah. And literally he, wow. he saved up money wow. and went to this travel place. Goes California. And they went where do you want to go in California? He goes I don't care where California. Where the black people that are happy. Right. Is at. Yeah. And they right. said it actually would have been a bad choice. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> but he said he said you know anywhere. And they said well we have a, a special deal to Sacramento. And in his head he thinks the lyrics. Yes. Sacramento. Yeah. Yes. He's like that's fine. Yeah. So that's how he got to California. That's amazing. That's amazing. There's that's no amazing. desert in Sacramento. No, but he didn't think. Are that. there black people in Sacramento? Yes, Sacktown. Oh, he, he there. Sacktown, okay, the well, Bay Area. Backtown. Yeah. Oh, Backtown. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I don't okay. know. See, I don't, I don't know. know Sacramento at all. It's right. the I just, capital. Sacramento is the capital, so I just picture you know government. Right. Well, that like, you know what yeah. that usually means though is like poverty. So oh, there are probably you know, I grew up in D.C., so I totally yes. get what you're you know what I'm saying. Like whenever there's a lot of government buildings, like they don't live there. So yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, probably why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he moved away shortly thereafter. But you know, that's, that's you know, idea. all the all the the Mad Max fans now have their own Burning Man called Wasteland Weekend. <gasps> oh, that's right. I've seen wow. that. Yeah, it's, that. Like, it's like Burning Man, but without you know, it's 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 all about like cars and, and violence instead of <laughs> more you know, people die. Yeah, more people die probably in, wow. in Wasteland Weekend. But I, I would imagine I've never been. I bet you that it's crazy. If you go to that or have been to that, would you tweet at us and tell us? That? Yeah, tell us what the deal is. And we want to call you and talk to you on the podcast. And, and tell us when it is, and maybe we'll we'll record live at Wasteland Weekend. High five. I mean, high five. We well, just came never, up with that. I want to do that. We just came really up good. with that. We're never going to see you again. No. no. That was it. no. no that was, and, and they were never seen again. Yeah. So we want to do guest episodes as a regular thing. Mm -hmm. And we just want to know what you like about the movie. We've been talking about it for about eight weeks to 12 weeks now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to get into our initial reactions of why we thought the movie was good, what we liked about it initially. Um, and sort of what we responded to. And so far, it, everyone has different answers to that. Right. Yeah. So what is, what when you saw the movie, did you see it together, first of all? Yes, we yes, did. We did. And, and had you seen any of the films before it? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, oh. okay, because some people, Fury Road was their first Mad Max film. Mm -hmm. That's yours? Me. We, had to, wow. we had to go back and watch all of the, the previous well, three before. Mel Gibson. I mean. <laughs> that, that's why, okay. Seriously, uh -huh. Sugar Tits, is there a better? <laughs> no. A yeah. better Hollywood freak out. I mean, I you know I've always loved Bell. so yeah. Sure. yeah. We've, you know we've also we've never quite called them sugar tits before. Yeah. But 
he we have commented oh. on how perfect his nipples are. Mm. They are. In, I, I, I heard the that. Mad They're amazing. Yeah. He They're does. He has a really perfectly good symmetrical head turn too. Mm -hmm. Oh, good head turn. He's like if you notice, he guy. does a good like I'm blowing you off head turn. It's really over dramatic. Like in the Patriot, he does yeah. a really bad one because he's got that horrible ponytail, and right. he's like he does this like I'm walking away from you. I'm not talking to you, and he turns his head all fast. It's really dumb looking, but it's just. What about his long? He has long hair in Beyond Thunderdome. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that so that actually. He's always had that mullety thing going on. Before we get into Fury Road, then did you? You guys like Beyond Thunderdome? Well, Tina Turner, come on, how you gonna not like don't Beyond don't, Thunderdome? Don't, you know what? We don't, don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. First of all, her outfit is off the chain. Can okay. I just chill off the chain, male? <laughs> Thank yes. you. Uh -huh. Can I point out though, when I asked you if you liked the movie, you only talked about the theme song and her outfit. Yes. <laughs> which to <laughs> me is in, an indication it's that a maybe damning. Didn't love a damning. No, but they, those are the most important. They just just to have this black woman. And first of all, you have to understand, Tina Turner, I think, was eighty then. Yes. And <laughs> still has always looked better than me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? At, she was at hot. my at my cutest. Yeah. I've never been as hot as fucking fine as <laughs> Tina Turner. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. And like, like she's hot as hell, 60 in those heels, and she's just commanding the Thunderdome. It's really, you know, we don't get a lot of black action heroes, and certainly not women. Yeah. You know, and I know she's not necessarily the, the, the hero of that film. No. But um, for her she to have, now. That, for yeah, her to have that role yeah. is kind of cool, you know? She is iconic yeah. for that role. I mean, got, what do people remember? What do people world. remember from that film? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah. And the Thunderdome. Yeah, like that's, yeah that's, that's it. A, it's a great name, too. Like, Thunderdome yeah. is just an awesome... Like, Which is why, and they they do it in California Love, that it's based it's, on yeah. the Thunderdome. Uh-huh. It's uh -huh. a little different, though. It's a little different. The people look... What I found interesting in the California Love mm -hmm. video is that, like, the women who are tied up, they, they're they not dirty at all. Their hair is done really well. Mm -hmm. They're in, like, kind of spangly leather, pseudo-desert, pseudo, you know, Mad Max mm -hmm. outfits, but they're a little more stylish. But they mostly look sleepy. <laughs> like, they're tied up, and they're just kind of like... I guess you're supposed to think they're suffering, but they're just kind of like, mm -hmm. like, 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 hungry models. It was take 47. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're just like hungry models. And then, like... Tupac rescues them, yes. you know, and it's well, like, that's what he does. but you don't actually see the rescue. You just see him get into this horrible sneak, yes. like yes. the worst sneak ever. Like, dude, I'm going down hunting rabbits kind of sneak. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, the rope, like, they look, he looks over the bad guy. It's like, the, they're all gone. He's yeah. like, we're my bitches. And it's like, they're gone. And also, fact. Chris Tucker's in that. I know, video. right? And this is right when his he was about to oh, blow shit. up. Right. I didn't, right. Know. I didn't yeah. realize Chris that. Tucker, he plays like one of the chieftain warlords. And that's what's it's so like hysterical. the announcer kind yes. of. Oh, I, you know what? I do I, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you okay. think that got him the job as Ruby Rod in Because I hope that's, that's what, what I was I wondering think too. About that right? All the time. Right? That's what it's I was one wondering. of my favorite films too. And he's great in that. Oh, he's oh he's yeah, that is his role. I mean like nothing you know, you can you can go on the Rush Hour movies, whatever you want. But Nothing Ruby beats Rod. that. Mm -hmm. for, awesome. yeah. Although I did like him in that. What's the little movie that he did? He's my favorite part of that movie that they keep making. Rush this year hour. was called Joy. <laughs> no, that too. But this mm. year they called it Joy. Last year it was Silver Lotus Playbook. Right. Or whatever, right? Oh, that's oh, yes, the he's same right in that. He's, I love right him in that too. He's great. He's great in that too. But it's that same yeah. movie they keep yeah. making. Uh, yeah. I, I, saw an onion head, I saw an Onion headline yesterday that said, uh, uh, woman who says women don't get equal representation in Hollywood or good roles in Hollywood because clearly never seen The Fifth Element. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a fair point. That's you know Seriously? that is a good goddamn point. Yeah. She saved the planet. Yeah. You know it's arguably also George Miller keeps making the same movie over and over again with Mad Max. Mm. We talked about till he gets too. it right. Do you it think? Right. Okay, wait. I want to come back to Beyond Thunderdome because I can't let points go. Yuri knows this. I hate yeah. Star Wars, which I saw <laughs> which with is both insane you. to me. Yeah, I know. Right. I want to go back to because we saw the first time I saw it was with him. Yeah. Oh my god. And I liked you it know, okay had, when I left. Yeah, I and, did. And then you talked to me and it got worse. No, you started thinking about it. You thought about it. We're not supposed to do that. Here's the thing. The first time you saw it, we were in a in a good mood. Great mood. In a great mood. Yeah. We act like they're, like that was unusual. Like yeah. normally when we go to the movies, no, no, no. it's just depression. No, and no, no, no. <laughs> well, we were in a great mood, and so and we we hung out afterwards. We had some drinks yeah. and what have mm -hmm. you. So that may have colored. It did. It did because I'm so happy to spend time with you guys. I've been I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Well, let's come back to that. Okay. Uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome. No, remaking remaking Mad oh. Max. Right. Yes. This I'm, we talk about this a lot. So there's this uh, there's a sense I get that they they keep jumping ahead in the post a post apocalyptic world mm -hmm. to you know hundreds of years, hundreds of years forward. It changes the environment. Mad Max is set in arguably a re relatively recognizable yes. present day mm -hmm. for budgetary concerns, probably. Right. Beyond, um, uh, well, that's Road what's Warrior. hot about it. Yeah. Which yeah, and terrifying. Ter that's what it's exactly terrifying. It's about like it. it's why we're all viewing idiocracy differently now. Oh, yes, because that could be around is... the corner. Yeah, because we're like, oh wait a minute. 
this I, is a thing. I really did. Uh, maybe I have to have a child. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, yeah, right? like, and I think with, I remember reading about 10, maybe eight to 10 years ago, an article in Harper's magazine called The Water Wars. Yes. And it was about, yes. my, and yeah, do you, I don't yes. know if you've read this article. It's, yeah. And yeah. I want, I've been, keep meaning to look, look it up again, because what this woman, I think it was a woman who wrote the article, I can't remember her name, but she said, in, if by 2050, states will be fighting states for water. So, and she mm -hmm. would start to go through, and the stuff that's going down in Michigan right now, mm -hmm. she, like, is presaged in this art. She's like, mm -hmm. that you will see government starting to try to take control over water systems again that don't belong, which is what happened in Detroit, because Detroit controlled the water for the state until they, of course, went into receivership, and then the governor got to illegally sort of take over running the water system. Oh, my God. So, so, so we're in real real Mad Max territory. That's the thing. And especially here in California, you know, China, Chinatown, whatever, like, we steal right. our water yeah. from everybody. Oh, yeah. You know? yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, and well, that's are the worst abusers of it. Well, that's mm -hmm. why I'm never worried about the drought, because we'll always find somebody to steal it from. Mm -hmm. Look at you. That's so positive and yet criminal. Yeah. Spoken <laughs> like a white male. Exactly. <laughs> that's so, that's so. Mm -hmm. Look like at elitist yeah. and entitled. Yeah, elitist. <laughs> Definitely, it's, elitist it's entitled Hills, right? white male. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's three. That's redundant three times. That's right. right. <laughs> but isn't it funny? I think that Mad Max beats up um, Waterworld in terms of oh, yeah. what happens in the future. Yeah, you know, because Waterworld, the concept is like it's all world. Water. There's no more land. Right. right. That's I don't think that's right. going to be our problem. No, it's all no. land. Do you, <laughs> you know? do you think George? Because the opening monologue of Mad Max Fury Road is I was a cop i was a, a, a road, road warrior. warrior so do you think it's the it's a continuation do you think it's it's a remaking of the same story until he gets it right what do you think is happening in his worldview i think it's a remaking of the story mm -hmm. i really do i feel like i'm, I'm looking at like it and i'm reboot? like yeah it's a reboot it's Every definitely time. a reboot of the franchise because i because people now we've, we're far enough away from mad max that and, and and i heard the the last podcast and you guys discussing it and the reality is is that yeah we don't have to talk about what happened in the past right it's like what they did with star right. trek i feel like exactly you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. they did a reboot of that film franchise, yeah. and because they did the whole thing with the past, they gave themselves the right. excuse for why the Wrath of Khan is not going to be the Wrath of Khan. Right. Why? You know what I mean? They got themselves out of that loop. Do you think these uh, proposed two sequels that they're talking about are going to exist in this world with some of these characters? Do you think he's now going to stick in that? Or do you think he's going to reboot again like well, he's done the last four movies? If he was smart. He would stick to it because they just won six Oscars. Yeah, like, I don't, that's, <laughs> right. structurally. Structurally, yeah. I mean, right. I yeah. would not. I don't think George Miller that. cares. He's too oh, old. He's too old to to all of a sudden be like, oh, I just want some Oscars. I should do things completely different. I'm not he's saying like 70, that, that he's going for Oscar old. gold, but yeah. I mean, but he I'm saying but, it, but everybody it wants it. But in his, yeah. but to be fair, Mad Max Fury Road took 20 years to make, mm -hmm. and he'd been slaving over the details. The reason it's so rich and deep and, and robust is that it took so long to make. Yeah. If one comes out and let's say extensively five years away, let's right, give him a yeah. lot of time to make it. Right. It's still not going to be as rich and deep unless it's just so much he didn't use in this movie that he then expands on the world. I saw him talking about it. Yes. And, and one of the things he talked about was I think that in a different way, that it, all people who, everybody who made an action film, or a film that used a lot of special effects like 20 mm. years ago, there's a part of them, like George Lucas, I think has the same, like when he started adding all that crazy yes. crap and the re, uh -huh. you can't buy a video of, uh, uh, you know, or some video, oh, Star look Wars. at me, a DVD of Star Wars without, that as it originally was shown, right. you yes. know, because he kept, the minute his vision, he was able to, to do to his vision. really, real, fully mm -hmm. realize his vision. And I think when, and mm -hmm. when I was listening to this interview with him before the Oscars, he was saying how the technology is so much better now. Yeah. You know, and they left 400 hours on the floor, 468 hours of the Something. film yeah. is on oh, the floor. That. Which is, which is why Margaret Sixel got the editing yes. award. The yeah. She had to comb through all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Can you know imagine? That. For me, that's 82 films. Yeah. Let's release them all. Yeah. I would watch that version. I would watch the footage. I really would because it's just the fact that chase scene was done in sequence. Oh, wow. like the whole movie is done in sequence, really. Yeah. And it's and it's you like I always look at things as a performer. So like for me, when I watch Titanic, I'm like, yeah, I want that part, but goddamn, I gotta be in the water for how many months? <laughs> like, yeah. and I look at that and I was like, those poor actors. That bitch jumping across that jeep had to do that for like weeks, probably. Yeah. They did most yeah. of their own stunts. We found out. Yeah, well, it looks like it. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. thing. Like there's sometimes I'm like, that's not a double. That's yeah. that, that's you know. Right. And it, they're, they're maybe they're not going 100 miles an hour like it may right. seem. Right. I do have this one complaint about the movie. Well, too. If it's not too. No, to say. we do. No, you're allowed. We complain yeah. a lot. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking of inviting somebody who hated it. But who speaks really well? Oh. I think we should have him on the show. There's no, there's no smart people who hate it though. So how would you find that? It's so this weird. Is an interesting thing. I think, okay, but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I felt like, and I continue to feel this way. Tom Hardy is beautiful. I agree. He's gorgeous. He's gorgeous. He's debonair. Yeah. You made me love him 
in um, Lawless? No, no, no. Everything. everything. Warrior. No, the thingy, the thingy where he um, it's in the the oh we it's not stairs and then they aren't stairs. Inception. Oh, okay. Inception. Yes. 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 So, oh, um, yeah. in Inception, which is yes. based on a true, true story. And star Denzel Washington. With Denzel Washington, yeah. he's a, That's such a is when he cries yeah. that one tear, I break down. Yes. Every it's time in the Inception, we have this yeah. very ritual black ladies who always put Denzel Washington in the movies. Yeah. But anyway, um, and like always get the movie wrong, and it's always <laughs> it's yeah. always glory. glory. At the end of the day, it's always glory. Like I love. That movie with Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington. Oh, it's beautiful. Where he was that one tier. Yeah. I feel like I keep seeing Tom Hardy. Like, since I got to see him beautifully in that movie, I haven't gotten to see him beautifully since. Like, after the next thing they do, the the, the Batman mask. Yeah. Crap. You know, Bane. Mm -hmm. He cover up his face. Then he's in Lawless. And he's like, and he's really dirty. Uh And then here in Max, he's really dirty and doesn't talk that much again. And And I'm like, and he's Revenant, too. He's Revenant. Evil. And it's, and it's really part of a scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a lot really of a lot. It's a lot of a scout. Portion. Yeah, a lot of a scout. You just want to go, just cut the rest of the hair. Yeah. Like, yes. Well, you could go. Not... Well, if you're worried about the hair and you're worried about not seeing enough of him, Bronson, back at the very beginning, Lots you get to, he's bald and naked most of the film. Wait, mm. we have to go. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Got it. Yeah, I blew this it. This has been lovely. I blew it. So also, if you ever that. wanted to see him play a romantic comedy lead, yes, I love that. She likes, you know what? Yeah, him He's and Chris great. Pine. They're him great. and Chris Pine were great in that movie. That movie was terrible. It looked, and Reese Witherspoon was I terrible. Yes. But those two it together so yes. bad to me. were great. Yes. I thought she was I a bad. I like Reese in a lot of things, it. but I just yeah. right. I didn't want her in that. Yeah, no, so I didn't, that was not the right movie for her. No, and so no. I didn't. I didn't see it. But that's the thing. That's my only. That's my first biggest complaint about. Mad Max. And he doesn't and, talk enough, and then yeah. he's not. Then we don't see enough of his. And face. you like and his recently? Beauty. Here's another one you get to see more of him in Legend, which just came out. He plays brothers. He plays twin yes, brothers. Yes, I definitely want to see that. So I know. So, we're yeah, sure. We saw it together. And, and I will tell brothers? you. Yes, I will tell you. The I movie is not the, uh, good. Did we see it together? Yeah. Like, yeah. The I movie watched is not the documentary. Good, but, oh, yeah, shit. about the Cray twins. Yeah, yeah, Cray. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the movie is not good, but it's worth it to watch Tom Hardy. The movie's not good. My, my opinion. My opinion. Oh, you heard my Denzel's not in it. I'm sorry, Denzel's my opinion. Not Denzel's not in it. And more, nor Morgan Freeman. So De- yeah, oh, Denzel's in it. Denzel's in it. Okay, then we'll go. Don't go. It was the one that made do. me like Tom Hardy more. I was always of the mindset that... Uh, you always do the same thing. Well, he's if you cast him as a hulking brute, he's going to kill it. Warrior yeah, right. is a terrible movie. He's great in it, I yes. think. Same with Bronson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a terrible movie, a fine movie, but he's great in it. Um, and then I saw him in a couple other things. I was like, oh, he's did you a- see the drop? That's the one I'd I maybe not like him there. that much. But I, know, I know people love him in that. Inception, yeah. I, I found him great. to be competent. At yeah, this. yeah. I was say he's debonair. You know what I mean? He's got that. He's got. He's definitely got a sexy kind of energy to him that I don't think you get to see in any other. I think role he's best in. when playing a quirky supporting role. Like I think Revenant, he I think, enjoys himself. As long as that's, that's right. not the role he's playing. On my pussy. Yeah, I got it. That's a starring role. That is a starring role. With a It is a one-man show. Yes. Extraordinary caliber. Yes. (laughs) Oscar-worthy. For those listening, for those listening, Angela's doing a back bend right now while she's talking about this. Oh, yeah. She can't put both her legs behind her. I can't put both legs behind her. Oh, there it is. There it is. I can't actually. If there were only enough room in the studio. Yes. I'm very These are tight quarters. Just to stretch out. Okay, so going back, so you, we think it's a, a reboot of the same idea, a remake yes. of, of refining these concepts yes. that's come to over time. So when you first walked out of the movie, you saw it together, what did you think, what did you say, what were the things you initially vibed on? Very, you know, very rarely, because we see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, do I walk out and I go, damn, that's hot, I gotta see it again. Mm. What, you, because you spent the whole, first of all, you spend the whole movie, it's tension-filled, right? Yes. So it's just like, this is a bad example, but like, it's the same kind of deal with an Apocalypto, where like, that's the, one of those movies Gibson, where sure. you spend the whole movie kind of like, like, like ah! <laughs> so like, that's, I mean, we were, all, I think there were, for a lot of films, we were actually holding each other's hands, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And we were oh the God. black ladies oh in the film screaming, going like, damn, oh, 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 the guitar and the flames and French is like, I love that shit! <laughs> like, it was yes. just like... Yes, we were we those people. Loud and fucking like, oh my god, that's so dope! What the fuck? Ah! Like, what a town? Oh, here comes some motherfuckers! What the fuck? 
So most of our commentary we'd already had when yes. we, by the time we got to the car. Yeah. So, um, but I we gotta go just, to more movies with you guys. Oh my god, we're really lo we're loud and we do talk and like literally yes. was that because the energy level and you know and we feel it like and we were in the movie we were in the movie. Yes. So I'm I was anxious the whole movie. I was like, oh my god, what can we just stop running? Yes. What can we just get a moment of peace? Yes. Where are we going now? That doesn't look good. You know, just like and then I would every once in a while I'd go, Charlize can can rock anything. She can rock anything. Can shave you know the bitch's head off. Can we just take a moment to talk about the yeah. feministic? Uh, perspective of this film, Please. feminism. Yes, yes, all those things. I had some whiskey. <laughs> the feminism. I'm not gonna lie, I supplied that whiskey. Feminism. I didn't know what was gonna happen. The, 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 the ladies. The uh, here's my thing. I when people were out there talking about this, is a film about chicks, yeah. and they got angry. Remember yeah. that that response? Yeah, it was I do. Crazy, and I was like. I, can we not like that's what I when I went George Miller it's uh, fantastic mm -hmm. well because I, mean, I think it's interesting I love that the the women who are being basically sex slaves yes um get that they are in on their own freedom yes you know that at some, they don't just kind of stand normally in films like this that woman the damsels in distress are just in distress yes. and damselly and they just kind of sit there yeah. and things happen around mm -hmm. them but they actually get active right in, in the, their own in freedom their mm -hmm. you know what I mean like not only just active but violent yeah themselves shooting guns reloading guns I've brought this up before but I will say now that each one you know normally that group of women would be treated as a unit they right. were the, the women to do this women to do that but each one of those characters has is very individual yes. yeah they have like their own set of skills has, yeah and their different own set of skills their own hair. character yes. so you different color hair exactly. yeah. different Two body types yes. i just i just saw gods of egypt short and tall skinny oh i love that yes. how was it how was it <laughs> that's a different type of love and so that. we crap god yeah. that's basically yeah. a different yeah. tall and short yeah. but all types right. all yeah. types all types both types of women gods of egypt was gods of egypt was a big bunch of stuff um, and two of the the girls were were in that, mm -hmm. um, and I picked them yes. out right away yep. because they had made such a you know a a, an you had fantasies about them for, because I have so because yeah. I had the fantasies about them I get it mm -hmm. I recognized them immediately yeah exactly. I will say I talked to someone about this recently I had a lot of fun at God's Egypt by the way just just I'm putting <laughs> I will not be seeing it I'm going on record as saying I won't be seeing it. why 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 I'm gonna, I just don't want to there's other stuff I want to see yeah that's okay that's okay I'll, well, I'll look, tell you about there's it there's not enough time I have to go back yeah. and see this means war or whatever that is now yeah. right yeah I'll tell you all about it I had I was talking to a friend of mine who was talking about the you know we talk a lot about or we started to talk a lot about this movie as a sci-fi premise for a crum crumbling patriarchy and how mm -hmm. that sort of works structurally yes. love to hear your input on that and he said oh you mean Mad Max the movie where the first time you see women they're bathing in a hose and in sheer gowns yeah and I was like yeah but I, I think the movie's making a self-referential yes. point there yeah. but a lot of people fell into that trap of saying this is a dumb action movie with like no girls story. being rescued and like yeah, pretty girls themselves though too right. and right. like and and i just here's the thing i think what sometimes people get uncomfortable with is the truth which is that women are treated as currency on this planet absolutely mm -hmm. and and when we have an entire war being and i hate to get too radical real get. but mm. isis's get main form of terror is against women yes. you know and they go into a community and they enslave women and and I think that that especially right now, like that, well, you're, that you're it's a reality. At milking women as milking yeah. machines. Yes, in the first six minutes. And raising them the minute that they are con they can conceive children. Yes, right. you know, um, to to produce exactly to produce yeah, the, the amount yeah. of of sexual the gender abuse that goes on around this planet, like it's it's to me acknowledging that reality that because the reality is, and that's one thing I love about Game of Thrones. They're like, look. If we lose this war, y'all getting raped. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you know, right. first, first right. thing first. first. Right. Before they lock gate one, build a made a flag, build build a mm. town square, they're gonna rape you. Yeah, yeah. And I, that is a reality of the sexist, horrible world that we have to to deal with and change. And so I don't have. I think that that's what they're doing. They're yeah. not, they're not ex making it exalting it or right. saying this is no. right. In fact, they're absolutely they're showing saying it. it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. They're it's happening it. now. See, that's the thing is, I, it's just because they don't have cute bathing cloths and they're putting them in. Instead, but it is happening right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you know, but he was showing it without showing it. So he could have, yes. he yes. could have shown them. It wasn't gratuitous. Right. It wasn't gratuitous. But we got it. But we knew it. We but you it. know, here's the thing: you know it. Yes. And then it's like it. when you exactly. know that Joe climbs on all them in a and night, that, yeah. and, and yeah. that's something God. that I'm that's gross. sorry. You don't want to see that? So gross. I'm sorry. You don't even make an excuse to get out of that match date. You know what I mean? You don't even walk the table from across the restaurant and go, "You lied in your profile. You know you lied, and you run." Out. Like, yeah. there's just no way. But I think it just is showing a, a reality 
of how women are abused and seen as um, yeah. vehicles commodities. and commodities. That's to me the difference in critique of this film that we've kind of gotten into is that for me, if the idea for something comes through a character's lens, I'm okay with it. So mm -hmm. Morton Joe would have dressed them in those costumes, probably less, if yeah. we're being honest. He probably, yeah, yeah. They probably would have been topless in there or whatever. Right. So they've, they've gone farther in terms of clothing them than I would imagine. Mm -hmm. The chastity belt makes total sense right. to me. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with the word guzzling, which I, because I don't feel like a Morton... Why did I you even bring that Well, because no, it's, I'm it's making the it in service of the You're right, point. it's the lens. It, you know, to me, uh, Yuri asked me if I have a problem with the phrase aquacola. I don't really, mm -hmm. because that makes sense that Morton Joe would call it that. Yeah. He's right. trying to be cool. He's referencing an old thing that you can right. buy that he owns. That doesn't bother me. Although structurally, aquacola and guzzoline are similar dumb jokes. Yes. One to me feels like it's a character joke. The other one feels like a writer joke. To yes. Me. Yes. And here's that the other thing. It, it, it is, it's kind of like a nod of idiocracy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like we don't even take the steps to come up with something interesting to call this because no one can even refer further than guzzling. Well, I mean, yeah. that's why do we still yeah. call everything gate, like Watergate? And, and yet the yes. people using the term no longer know what the first Watergate was. Yeah, was they don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Watergate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're pretty. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's awesome. Those eyes. Those eyes. <laughs> right. You guys recorded this, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Um, it's gorgeous, but I, I feel like that to me, I always think of like, uh, shows like Archie Bunker and I think how Archie Bunker was a racist character, but it was not a racist show. show because right. the idea was that every episode mocked him. It's a great point. You know, yep. and I think that's the difference. Yes. Like we've, this comes up a lot. Like, and when, um, what's her name? Um, blonde girl, she got skinny for the movie and now she back to looking at how she looks. Oh, Bridget Jones. No, the comedian. Oh, um, you know who I'm talking about. Trainwreck. 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 Amy Schumer. Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. She got interviewed and she's got jumped on for some jokes that people thought were racist, right? And, right. and, and particularly there was an interview with like a, a Latin American magazine or some sort of reporter who was like, I think this joke you made is racist. The joke they were referring to was she, and she says, I don't do that joke anymore. I haven't done it for years, but I used to do this kind of material because I quote unquote had to, to get ahead and do well. But the joke was I used to date Latinos, but now I like consensual. That's right. a racist joke. Uh -huh. Yeah, Got it. right. That is a racist joke. Mm. We went in and talked about this on like NPR when Trainwreck came out, and they're like, "Do you think that she's like racist?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know her, so I guess it." Yeah, but right. what I know is that is a racist joke. But the example that they used up for her wasn't that example. It was, she said in the movie in Trainwreck, she makes this reference to having a black friend, mm -hmm. but she says it like, she, you know, "I tucked all my black friend." You know, right. Right. Uh -huh. and, right. and they're like, isn't that racist? I'm like, no, she's actually she's making fun of herself uh -huh. and she's making There's fun of difference. white people, white liberal people saying they have black friends when they know one black person. Right. Right. And, and that is not. So I think it's the same issue for me. It's like the women being clothed, quite frankly, in the real world right now. I would rather in the desert have a sheer cloth on than a goddamn burqa. Mm -hmm. right. yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a much better outfit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. so. I feel like that it isn't. I, it's a, it's an unfair critique. I think. Ironically, for a movie that's been dismissed as a simplistic, overly you know gun heavy chase movie or whatever, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really think it gets buried in a little bit of the PC talk about about uh, you know feminine oppression and, and these right. things that are buzzwords we see it and we have this gut reaction to it right. but I think we've lost the ability to sort of go a little deeper and say what is it What is it actually saying let's think yes. for a second yes. because the movie when you see explosions and stuff we're sort of a lot of us lean back instead mm -hmm. of lean in and one of the things we keep talking about in the podcast is that well, Star Wars makes me want to lean back a little bit because it tells you everything. Right. Mad Max makes me lean in because every time I look at it, there's more details to discover, more things to think about. Yes. And if it does that on a visual level, it makes me think on a metaphorical level. It yes. may reward me the same way for, for looking into it. It's and a it fantastic has. painting. Yes. Well, I think yeah. for me, yeah. I yeah. Every frame of painting, if you yes. will. Yeah. Totally. Every, yeah. I walk away with this idea that we really do need to be more concerned not only about climate change, but about water yeah. and how it is in the last, in our lifetimes, we've allowed water to be privatized. Mm -hmm. Like, like this is a resource that we have to have and we've allowed it to be privatized. We've allowed the government to give it away. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because why isn't that a resource that the government controls and that we just have access to? Mm -hmm. and, and the idea that Nestle owns water, water is absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and here's crazy. the thing, as an audience member, when you're watching that and you're going, that's crazy. But he you live in that world now. You're living it right now. <laughs> you, that you buy yeah. water. You buy water. That you buy water. Buy water. Now. You just, right now we have currency. And, but yes. trust, in 30 years, if the dollar is gone, you'll be using your pussy too. Because yes. you need a drink. Yes. I will not use my pussy to buy yes, water. Yes, you when Wedding. your pussy gets thirsty, it's gonna want. <laughs> We're gonna, gonna, you know, you're the prettiest you. one in here, so you are getting. This is out. real bad. It's news. gonna bleed to the morning, Joe. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, guys, I'm thir- I am so thirsty right now. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Well, well, you and I could talk about that after the show. Then. Copy that. Because I've got water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you've got to put it. <laughs> Let's get I'm it. I'm just saying, it's for real. You know, yeah. people are buying water now. Yeah. You know, I yeah. live, I live in Koreatown, and I would watch these families go down to the yes. 7-Eleven, and that water machine the was water out machine from the yes. Yes. Was there each kid carrying a jug that was big enough to carry a jug to take water back? Because we got a letter. I remember when I first moved in, remember yes. that apartment was a while ago. I got a letter from the city saying, don't drink your, your tap water because the MTBE levels have been detected to be too high. It's some, it's an, an additive in gasoline, and it's, oh, it, it's seeped from no. gas stations leached. into the water supply. Oh, to the point where that is why you see people getting that water, because they were told, don't drink don't. it. And that was eight well, to nine years, years ago. ago. Wow. Right. And we don't live in Flint, Michigan. Right. Right. Okay. So, and the wa- you know, so it's like we're already in that. When we've been, you know, we do stand-up all around. We're, we were just someplace where the water smelled like sulfur, sulfur. so oh, badly right. that when I went down to the sink to put some water in my mouth when I was brushing my teeth, I almost threw up. I was like, and I, Francis, I was like, Francis, I don't know if we should be using some water. Right, because, I, you know, sulfur shows bacteria in the water. It can oh. be from a lot of things. I did not it know that. It can be a lot of things. Some yes. of them aren't really harmful and some of them are horrible. The sulfur smell indicates bacteria? It can. It can. Oh, or, or shit. Why, and like, what I can say, that bacteria can be... Bad or not too bad, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it depends. It's bacteria. Yeah, you, you just know, the thing is you, you don't know. You know what I just found out? You know, the chlorine smell in a mm-hmm. pool, mm-hmm. it smells stronger the more pee there is. Yes. Yeah, what? So if you can really smell str- that strong. Don't get in that, that pool. Don't get in that. This, this people t- juice. So you learn all sorts people of new juice. Things. That's why black people don't get in pool. That's <laughs> gross. We dance we, around them. Yes. <laughs> in we videos. Get in this is really, this, this is ruining my day. <laughs> this conversation. You thought this was going to be a fun time, didn't you? I thought it was going to be fun, but now I think the world's ending, water's going away, people piss in pools more than I thought, because I, I smoke chlorine another drink. drink. Yeah. yeah. After this is over, we'll do another drink. Um, that's crazy. Okay. This movie feels more like a social change movie than we've talked about at this mm. point. Yeah. I think that there's it, a absolutely, lot of Absolutely, there's a lot of powerful things in there. And like the idea that, like, like, Mad Max, like the character, like he's the reluctant hero, the yeah, guy absolutely. who doesn't, he's, you know, trying to look, take care of himself. And yeah, the religious first. overtones? Oh, oh, oh yeah, tell us, talked talk, about Tell us, tell us, I love that I stuff. I mean, you know, the worship, the, wor- yeah. and the, the worship of the car, the worship, I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous. I yeah. think, but it also is what's killing our planet. Yes. Fossil right. fuels and, 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 and witness, and, you, know, you know, witness me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to be, I want to be canonized. I want to go for sainthood. Yeah. I want to, I want you to see me in this. Devotion. Experience. Uh, yes. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Drum. 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 I mean, the idea that blind devotion is the key to society being at peace. Yeah. Mm. You know, to whatever. Like, I think there's a lot there. There's something really powerful about science fiction authors and science fiction filmmakers who, it, maybe not to change the world, but to say, what's the most realistic future I can imagine? And then mm-hmm. showing us that? Yeah. That's some powerful shit. And you don't have to be someone who's trying to change the world or trying to make a social change movie, but if you just show us what's probably going to happen, it's that's okay. a lot of change right there because yes. we go, oh shit, I don't necessarily want to live in that world exactly. where well, this guy with the postures on his back controls all the water yeah. and yeah. everyone's like a leper. That, yeah. them, that, oh, yeah. like that yes. story. Or children of men. Yes, yes. Children children of men. Like, you know, yes. Or, like it is. Um, these things are possible, mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm not. A, we're not conspiracy theorists, people, at all. Mm-hmm. Except I for am. 9/11. I am. Well, yeah, that didn't happen. That's obvious. Yeah. That's clearly and right. the moon landing. And, and the moon landing. Well, none of those things. But besides happen. that, but besides, besides, besides that, those big three, and this paddleball game, and this remote control. <laughs> but I really feel like you're right. Like it's like you look at this movie and you think you can you can approach what I think why it's successful is that you can approach it from a purely like action-packed movie place sure. and walk yes. out and be thrilled mm-hmm. yeah. with your experience. And you can come at it and deconstruct it and think about it and really see some other things in it and some amazing performances. It's so it's more layered than people think it is. Yes. I think that and all of the, I think all those men put twenty movies, years yeah. into it. Yeah, right. but I've seen people put twenty years into, into their the, lives ooh, and end up in that the puppet gut. show. That uh, puppet show, girl. That puppet show. Twenty five years. Twenty five years on one damn puppet, puppet show. show. Was it good? No, no, it was <laughs> awful. The bitch was unsuccessful and annoying. No, not I'll tell you what, anybody who comes up to me from, from here on out and says, yeah, that, that movie didn't have really offer anything but Explosion River, I'm going to say, look, if you have a thousand hours, I want you to listen to all the episodes of our podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what we're going to, I have a feeling that we're going to, when we bring in people that we haven't talked to before, besides just me and Travis, to talk about what they loved about it, what they've saw in it that, that we still haven't brought it's up. It's different every you know, time. Into the, I mean, we could, we'll, we'll go on forever. I, yeah, you know, there's going to be a amazing. lot. I think, about. I do think as a, as a structural thing in terms of art, artistry, 
Um, this is a, guy, a writer named David Mitchell who I really, really like. I mm -hmm. think he's really, really good. Um, and his stories have a central narrative you can track. Fine. So you can spend your time on the plot, or David Foster Wallace even. Like, yeah, it, yeah. Infinite Jest has a narrative you can yes. track. If It's kind of hard, but you can track the narrative. Mm -hmm. But there's a sense lurking in the background that if you do dig into any one point, I'm interested in that. Let me try to figure that out. Right. It rewards you. Yes. And so you think, oh, what if the whole book is like this? Holy shit, this must be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then you start to dig into it. The first time I watched Mad Max Fury Road, a couple things I just thought about afterwards a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, what, is this, like, what does this mean? What is this about? And it rewarded me for doing it because it made sense and it held up. And I thought, what if this whole fucking movie is like this. Yes. Right. So all my favorite books are the same way. There's one yes. central narrative that's easy to follow, which makes it Fight yeah, Club. I think right. yeah, I love easy. Yeah. I right? love Francis will tell you I had a Fight Club thing. Did yes. you get in a did you get in a fight club? Dude, yeah. I started writing things on the on the Fan walls fiction? of my apartment. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that was like I was like No, because it spoke to me. Yeah. That movie spoke to me because I know the feeling of needing to get hit and needing to hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there are moments in life where you're like, I just want to get to the white meat. Yeah. You know, I just want to punch yes. somebody Jeez. once. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we've gone in a weird direction. Yes. No, I want to stay like, here. But, but I would say, and then here's the other thing. We travel so much, I worry about turning into Tyler Durden. Mm -hmm. No, because I, we have these I, moments. We travel, yes, because yeah. I don't know where I am. When we were in right. NASA, I was like, we've been here before. And Prince was like, no, we haven't. I was like, I think we've been before. And then like you were like, wait, we have. And then we looked we at each ate other. Here. And I was like, and we're getting did a here. show there. And I didn't, like you just and you have was, to piece uh, it together. You have to piece it together. Yes. Like you said get to the white meat. I just yeah. want to say yes. that that's a phrase you use in, in, in terms of hitting someone. Right, yeah. to get down to the part. No, know. I get it. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. It's, to the bone. it's but anyway, super dark. Um, if they're thin, it's not that long a trip. But the point is, you know, it's a release. And we all are looking for that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're looking for a release. That's what, and I'm going to say, and I'll bring it back around to Mad Max Fury Road did that. Yeah, If you didn't come out of that film feeling a release. Mm -hmm. or, or maybe or, more, more like, ah! <laughs> yes, yes. You know, something's wrong with you. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I was wondering, I'm going to tell you my first question in the movie was, I was so surprised that Charlize Theron did it. Really? Yes, I was really surprised that she did it because she. I had her in that Oscar A-list kind of, like, why, would never consider it quote-unquote an action film or a film right. that as you guys have pointed out gets put into this sort of category genre of category. the yeah. genre yeah, yeah, yeah. like and i think rocky films get treated the same way you know they just get mm -hmm. put into this genre of not artistic not yeah. worth not worth our critical time right yeah. and without getting without anybody actually taking a look at it so i was like it made me really respect her a lot more yeah. to think that yeah, she you, took that part do you think she looked at the project and saw what we're all talking about now in the project or i wonder if it was something else because it was hard mm -hmm. it, you know they they talk, tom hardy talks about you know having to you know apologize to george miller because you know in the desert I mean, there was barely a script. It was all pictures. Yes. It was all in George Miller's head. Yeah. Um, you know, some days where you, uh, Tom, wake up, go, here's the, yeah, spent three hours so we get the light right, and then, now here, you're just going to look out the window of the truck. And Tom's like, <laughs> yeah. how is this a movie? Yes. What's my character? What, what's the story? Look out what's, the truck, pretty. Yeah. Just, look out, just look pretty out the truck. Uh -huh. and, um, and he couldn't, and he got really frustrated on set and then had to apologize to George Miller after he saw the film. Yeah. like, okay, I didn't see what you were seeing. Yeah. yeah that's, do you, do you think that, that she yeah. saw, like, that somebody saw it. Somebody I don't know if it was her, but somebody on her team. Somebody, somebody saw it. You know what? I'll, it's a, I'll, it's give, a her, I'll give her that credit. Yeah. I'll yeah. give her that credit that she's yeah. made enough films. Well, she's she worked enough. enough I think she's trying to go into the I think she's trying to broaden her genre base because yeah. she did Prometheus. It's. I think she's. I actually hate her performance but, in that but, movie. But, but she did. She did Eon Flux and it didn't work. Well, no, there are a lot opinion. of reasons no. why yes. I didn't think it worked. Yeah, either. I don't think that yes. was her fault. And I'm at a all. huge fan of the original. The animated, uh, yeah. Animated oh yeah, show. but I, I think the haircuts were more. Yeah. 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 I've always got that close by. Yeah, I just think the haircuts were more important than the story, and that's yes. always the problem. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You know, like when yeah. you're when the hairdo, and then what was going on with um uh what's the call the lady Miss Lady who's she kind of short. And she married to one of them brothers who makes the movies about the Fargo. She in the Fargo. Oh, Frances McDormand. Her hair in that movie in mm. Aeon Flux is fucked up. Uh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> that is really I mean, I have to pull up, up that picture. And this take is the a thing look. we are at, at the end of the day, women, and so hair is going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. Why black not? Women, it's yeah. going to come up a lot. No, right? sure. And, and Shirley's just shaved it all off. Yeah. That's yeah. All, that shit's that's tight. 
It's yeah. intense. You know bitch is serious when she shaves off her hair. She's and like, put oil grease around her forehead. She was like, no. She gets not serious today. that scene. And she's like, here we go. Yeah, Let's do like, the grease thing. You notice nobody tries to rape her. Not once. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, uh-uh. because no, That's they're like, no, just, you don't fuck with right. that. No. The no, last guy Furiosa. I tried is not necessarily around anymore, I'm guessing. <laughs> when I ever thought about this, that one scene that where she puts the stuff on her head, I wonder, we should revisit this, Yuri, in future yep. episodes. I wonder how much of, I know she's given up the iconography and religious belief about a Morton Joe. That's right. very sure. clear. She no longer sees him as a god. But I wonder if throughout the movie, like the Greece and stuff, if there's other uh, rituals she still partakes yes. of. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes. we pointed out last time that, well, I thought maybe that it, it's interesting is all the war boys all have their yes. heads shaved yeah. and that her hair's growing back. So yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe she's given it up recently. Mm-hmm. I started to say, fuck it, I'm getting out of here. Is whatever. she hiding though? Like, is she kind of trying to hide still? I think so. I think it's yeah. short or whatever. Yeah. But but I wonder if there's rituals she has a hard time letting go of because this is her life. She, mm-hmm. our, our theory is that she had to have at some point been a true believer. Yes. Right. Well, right. here's the thing. You'll, you'll hear Catholics talk about it. You mm. know, it's like, yes, you know, it's hard to step away from the ritual. You know, that's that's the part that that pulls people in. I mean, you know, if somebody says, you know, and, you know, uh, peace be with you. You will say and, and also, also with you. With you. Yeah. It's habit. Yeah. It's habit. They got that in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know the Lord's Prayer. I'm yeah, atheist. Same. I said it know? a million times. Like, it's, yeah. It's that's going to get in. Yes. We've seen enough movies in which that happens. Well, I'm like, Catholic I, school for three years. Okay, well, there's, yeah, there's and also they that. They will kill you if but, you don't know it. See, so. I'm, I'm a Jewish boy, but I went to uh, a uh, a baptism once, and they everybody went up and started taking communion, mm-hmm. and I had seen enough movies to know that, what to do. that I just sort of went up there and did uh, it, and I was like, because I, I wanted to see if I was going to get struck down. Just you know, right. for, you know. It was your God test. Right, it was my God, God test. I was like, mm-hmm. gonna, you know. No, you just, you know what? I, I did almost choke to death on the wafer, I'm not going to lie. Well, it's dry. It was dry. dry. So dry. I was not expecting dry. that. I was expecting to be delicious and, you no, know, whatever. No, no, no. But, it's, yeah. it's not like ciabatta. It's just right. it's really dry. I got in trouble when I was a kid because I took it up because kid, another kid wasn't Catholic and I took I took it and I was like, I came back and I took it out and I was like, this is what it looks like. And he took it and he put it in his mouth. No! <laughs> you don't pass around the body of Christ. It tastes Jesus. It tasted. It totally did holding this bag. Jesus tastes good yeah. here. Have a It totally piece. didn't transubstantiate in his mouth. No, no, no. no. It turned back to wafer. Turned back to wafer. That's how Jesus works. I did do that. Not appropriate. I have. We're getting close to the end here, time wise. I do have a question that came up during this that I'm interested in because George Miller is sort of an auteur, writer, director, visionary, and I mentioned David Mitchell, who is obviously a solo worker. He's a novelist. Are, do you think this kind of depth of consistency and vision has to come out of one person? Or can this come from a script, a, a writer, and a director, and a production team working together? Obviously, this is a, t- a massive team effort, yes. but funneled through George Miller. And in Beyond Thunderdome, I think that's the weakest movie because yes. it's, it's a co-directed film right. yes. that fails. I described it as mm-hmm. they partnered George Miller with the Marx Brothers and said, make a movie. Well, yeah. that's the problem. We've talked about this a lot, actually, yeah, recently. Yeah, and you talk about Steve Jobs. Yes. Okay, great. The difference. Great. Yes, like, yes. Our thing is, what actually is important is that the people, all of them, are fans and yeah. care about it. I think the problem with those movies is that when you hire guns to be hired guns and they read the book or watch movies for the purposes of making the next one, you're going to get a crappier product. Yeah. Especially when they're fighting against the person who it's their project and they love and believe. And you can feel mm-hmm. that fight in those movies. Yeah. Right. The reason why the new Star Trek reboot was so much better than every other Star Trek movie, especially the ones that Jonathan Frakes directed because he fucking sucks, um, is because... <laughs> Great beard, like, Great I, beard. I'd like to get that in whenever I can. Uh-huh. Um, is that, that like, J.J. Abrams is a fan. Yeah. And you can tell it. Like, he loves this franchise. He liked the TV. He loved the TV show. He fucked he up Star Wars. Well, I was just Go about on. to ask. We're, we're gonna, we can we'll get go, to we'll that. We'll get that. We'll get the to that. The point is that I think that if you all love the movie or the idea or what you're doing in it, yeah. then you can all come together and that, and you will, not only will you believe this person's vision, but you'll respect it. Yes. And you won't argue about crap that makes it worse. And then yeah. when you talk about, like, a person like Steve Jobs, would Apple be Apple no. if he was not so forceful about his vision, mm-hmm. about how everything was designed. And you do need, at times, a conductor. 
The yeah, imposition his, of a singular vision is singular, where a lot of the great things come from. That, I, I, but I he agree. also, he really, this is the difference, was that they were all like, and, and you remember, computers were ugly. And it right. was they were huge and ugly right. and nobody, whatever. But he literally said, no, every part of this design is important. Yes. And people yeah. argued with him about it, but at the end of the day, they all, and like Waz, they all wanted, like, like I'm his friend, Waz. Waz, yeah, Waz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Waz. Waz. Real Waz. Like, they, they loved what they were doing, and yes. they loved that project. And you have to have people on in, yes. in line with you who, who are love going, to, it. going to respect you as a leader mm -hmm. but they you know, didn't just win the gig that's right that's you know right. every project we've, we've worked on a show with you at, where people were hired guns mm -hmm. and and when the production company was a is a hired gun what you end up getting is an unsuccessful product no a, one and cares. a murky yep. vision you know that, because it's the vision i'm interested yeah. in it's, it's that murky because vision. mad max fury road is so clearly a singular vision it yes. is cohesive it holds up every thread makes sense and that feels like i don't you have to have a so do a you one feel, person so to, so to bring it back around to the oscars to to finish this out do you feel that it's a failure that that those that the you know that he didn't win for director or best picture i forget which ones which ones were the ones they didn't win they didn't win best but it was, they but they won yeah. they won other pieces they won yeah. editing sound they won, the stuff oh, yeah. that they absolutely should have won sound, you know yeah. costume yeah. Wardrobe, you know, all, yeah, costume. all that stuff um, yeah but yeah and stunts oh wait a minute yeah. there's no oscar for stunts yeah uh, there should be and yeah. they would have won they would have won. won no it absolutely would have won the stunts are so stupidly crazy just, yeah let me just but i think it's hard for people i think that he should have been and he was recognized as being a great director in that moment mm -hmm. but that is not normally what we give an oscar to a director for which is exactly which is exactly one of the reasons i don't watch the oscar yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's the, the director is dealing with actors yeah. and dealing with narrative and they look at that as an action film which means that that he did camera shots it's a, it's not fair at all yeah because yeah. he he is like you said there's no script he's telling somebody what, like it is but i feel like that that's what it gets reduced to yeah you know and and so but when people aren't fans of something then they they just see it's interesting you ask us that because we are a duo mm. so there are two of us and we don't always agree but we both love what we're doing and we have the same basic core values and desire which yeah. is we want to have fun we want to sit we want the people to have fun in their, their interaction with us and when they see us perform and we also want to say things that we think are important and worth saying mm. we can dis we disagree a lot about this bitch will cut my lines like i'm like I'm crazy ruthless. 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 But the reality is, those disagreements, we are all we have the same level of respect for each other and the material and the work. And that's right. that's the difference, I think. When you can tell when people are fighting each other on a set or on, on a, in a film where there's just this discordance, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Okay, the recorder died, uh, but we're back in. We're back in. Yay. We're back in. So pick it up. Uh, okay, well, this, is, this, is, this has been great. That's how I feel. Thank you. I, Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Tell us where people can follow you, where people can reach you, all that stuff. Frangela.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Frangela Dewell. And the Sexy Liberal Tour. Yeah. Sexy Liberal. Guys, if, if this comes to your town, Stephanie Miller, Frangela, and... Fugelsang. John Fugelsang. Oh, John Fugelsang. Go yeah. see that show. It's if, great. If they come near you, because these are the funniest women I know. And Sexy Liberals, how do you beat that? Come on, You can't. You can't. Come on, though. And they love Mad Max Fury Road. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's a double whammy. It's How many people liberal, sexy, funny, and love Mad Max Fury Road? Not, I think... Not enough. Right? Not enough. Not enough. I think I'm just going to... That's going to that's gonna be my new criteria. <laughs> that's it's, a lot of... Do you have those things? You know, you, you can, can play. Good luck yes. finding two other women who have those things. Yeah. Well, that's going to be tough. Oh, At Frangela Duo, follow them on Twitter mm. and all that stuff. Um, so we're going to jump back to our previously recorded things on Thursday. Right. Th so thanks. expect a, a background. Yeah, uh, and thanks for, for joining us on our first guest episode of Guests. Oh, I didn't know that. We popped up yeah. Jerry. Oh. Right? I like this. I want to have more guests. I want to get to the white meat. You guys, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's sure you did. Sure you did. I'm going to use that as much as possible. Yeah, yeah that works. Jordan's as next as week, incorrectly as possible. Yeah. Join us next week when we get to the white meat of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> My name is Travis Intel. I'm Yuri Lowenthal, and you are awaited.